0: Fighting against the woke establishments, rhino Republicans, and anyone else that stands in his way. This is the Samuel Maguire Show on Red Future Radio. Hello and welcome. This is the Samuel Maguire Show on the Red Future Radio Network. Thank you so much for tuning in. Happy Insurrection Day to all of you wonderful patriots out there. I know that it is January 6th, wonderful Friday. And I'm just kind of trolling for all of you out there. It wasn't an insurrection, okay? It was a protest. Uh, A lot of patriots were gathering for the state of our nation. And, uh, yeah, that's how it was. I was there. I was uh, one of the participants and uh, very proud of it. And I think a lot of other people should have been there as well. So we'll see how that goes in the near future when we need a protest like that. Again, because I'm sure we will. We most definitely will. We'll have to. Remember, support Blackout Coffee Company, use promo code T-S-M-S. You can get some real good coffee and hot chocolate, awesome merch from them. You can also support the show by using promo code TM, T, Excuse me, T-S-M-S. So please use that, support the show. We'd love, to, we'd love for you to do that. That would be awesome. All right, moving on, episode 99. Let's go ahead and get into what we're going to be talking about today. There's a lot of crazy stuff going on. Obviously, they have no idea what they're doing in the U.S. House of Representatives, and picking the new Speaker of the House. So that's something that we're going to be talking about first. And then secondly, California becomes a sanctuary state for transgender kids. This is very interesting and very, very demonic. So we'll talk about that. Thirdly, President Biden will visit the southern border. First time in his presidency, 718 days to be exactly. And we all know it's not a presidency. It is most definitely a residency. So moving on, Representative Matt Gates is speaking the truth, and he's so based, and we're going to go ahead and talk about him. And then we're going to have fifth Uh, the last political thing on the show before the wonderful verse today is a Joe Blystone update. He just had a hearing yesterday about some election stuff. So we're going to go ahead and get into that and let you know what's going on. All righty. So the BS continues. Kevin McCarthy is a total swamp rat monster. How long is this going to go on? Ladies and gentlemen, as of right now, we're at the 11th vote. Okay. I know that uh, per 11 o'clock Friday, we might be into the 12th, 13th, 14th vote. I don't know. But I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, this is getting ridiculous, okay? This is getting ridiculous. And I hate how they keep saying the 20 Republicans need to budge, need to move, and need to and need to side with McCarthy. Absolutely not, ladies and gentlemen. The majority of the country does not want McCarthy, okay? The people who are voting for McCarthy must be bought and paid for. Let's go ahead and name some of the ones in the state of Ohio that are supposed to be diehard conservatives and respect our constitutional rights. Number one, this is a big one, and it's kind of sad to see him come out and give such a lullaby speech for Kevin McCarthy. But his name is Warren Davison. Warren Davison, you have just chalked up a really good chance to run for 2020. For excuse me, chalked up a real. You didn't chalk up a really good chance to run for Senate in 2024. Thank you for doing that, and thank you for exposing yourself and showing everybody and the conservative movement and everybody who is just trying to figure out who they should vote for and the upcoming election not to vote for you because obviously you were on team. Wait your turn, and I'm not on team. Wait your turn, ladies and gentlemen. I'm team. Let's go ahead and change this country around and get some freaking freedoms, all right? Get some money back in our pockets. Stop taxing us to this and let us be free and think open-mindedly. That's exactly what we need. We're not getting it. We're not getting it. So the BS is going to continue. And, uh, it, you know, it's going to probably continue for a long time. A long time. Like, like Matt Gates says, and Matt Gates has been doing a very good job setting up for the truth and pushing truth and not backing down and not siding with them because we know what will happen when Kevin McCarthy becomes Speaker of the House. Okay. And like Matt Gates says, he will do whatever it takes and he will do And he will wait to not vote for someone like Kevin McCarthy. And I respect that because I'm going to bring somebody up right now also too. Max Miller. Max Miller, what the hell are you doing, man? We all knew you were a sellout from the beginning. We all knew you were a sellout from the beginning. Kevin McCarthy is not what the American people want. It's definitely not what McDonough County wants. I mean, good grief. I think Jim Renee sees past the bullshit with Kevin McCarthy because it is BS. And I'm sorry that I had to drop the word, but guys, this is making me so frustrated as if it's making all of you frustrated. I'm a 21 year old child. And I think this is ridiculous. Okay. And I know a lot of people are going around saying, well, it's ridiculous as a 20 Republicans won't just, you know, elect Kevin. And it's making the Republicans look stupid and blah, blah, blah. No, ladies and gentlemen, the only thing that this is making uh. The only people that's making it look stupid is the people who are being exposed at this moment. Everyone who's telling you to support for Speaker McCarthy. Second one, or third one, excuse me, Jim Jordan. Jim Jordan is still on the McCarthy train after someone nicely nominated him for Speaker of the House, which he definitely could have took on full force, probably could have made a phone call to the President of the United States, uh, the 45th President of the United States, Mr. Donald J. Trump. And said, hey, I think it's time for me to enter the ring. I think it's I think it's what the people want, and I think we can have the votes. How about we do it? How about we do it? Nothing. Nothing. Okay, it's always push Kevin, push Kevin, push Kevin. And the thing is, what I, I've been seeing uh, Donald J. Trump, and he's another one too, that it's keep pushing Kevin. I I see that Donald Trump even says, wait your turn. And and this is what I don't understand, guys. We have to get out of this uh politics like oh you have to be this for that long and you got to be in this and in in leadership and blah 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 like no ladies and gentlemen that's not how it works the people want to elect the people who they want okay and obviously we're not seeing that come here so i'm going to uh uh i'm going to a true social post that president trump made and it's sad but um uh it's 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 honestly how President Trump thinks. I think now uh, almost establishment. I hope we're able to get him on the show, and I hope we're able to speak with him one on one. We will soon. And I'm not calling the Trumps establishment. I'm ca- calling Donald Trump establishment. I'm saying he's thinking like that, or more or less acting. Okay, so here we go. This is what he said a day ago on True Social. I have always supported Brian, or br- 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 excuse me, Brian. Donald's I have consistently endorsed him for Congress and in fact feel that I was primary the reason he entered politics in the first place he is a young man with a great future with all that being said the story and statement that was just put out that I endorsed Brian for speaker of the house is fake and fraudulent he will have his day and it will be a big one but not now So obviously, President Trump accepts him. He thinks that he would be a good Speaker of the House, but not now. Why not now, President Trump? What would be the difference? People are going to say, well, Sam, it's optics. You have to understand the optics behind all this. I I don't understand the optics here. I really don't. Um, And that's what we really need to figure out are, are the optics. And I'm not saying that optics don't exist. I, I, I most definitely know that there are political optics and it happens all the time. But gee whiz. I mean, seriously? But there's also one thing I want to mention, and that is Matt Gates, And we're going to talk about him a lot on the show today because he's so based. He's one of the most based congressional... Uh, congr- con- members of Congress out there that I can say. But anyway... Um, Matt Gaetz nominated Donald J. Trump for speaker. Isn't that cool? And that's something I don't understand why, why Trump couldn't get behind, right? You're third in line for the presidency. We can go ahead and impeach Kamala and Biden for everything they've done. You can get people rounded up in Congress because obviously there's power in Congress. You can get the Senate rounded up. You can do whatever. I mean, we can do whatever we need to do to get people to do what the people want. And I think if Trump was a little bit closer there, I know the presidency is good. I know you have a lot of you have a lot of uh, a say in Poland with, the, with being the president. But the Speaker of the House, third in line, right? We do what we need done there in the House. We get the people out of office that aren't supposed to be there that were basically selected and put there, and we move on, right? We move on. We have the President of the United States back where he needs to be. Twenty twenty four is a breeze. Donald Trump is the next president for the next four years. And then maybe even into 2024 to make sure our elections are secure and everything is good to when 2024 actually comes around. I mean, it sounds like a great idea. It almost sounds too good to be true, ladies and gentlemen. It almost sounds too good to be true. But yeah, here we are. And, and, you know, Donald Trump is not going along with the plan. I don't understand. I don't understand. I know it's hard to wrap around, you know, your heads and, and people are, are questioning what is what is going on, uh, what's happening. But we're, we're going to find out a lot tomorrow, I believe, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Jim Jordan was on Bob Franz the other day, or I believe today, excuse me. And uh, they talked about a meeting. that talked about things are getting closer to having an agreement and maybe even picking a new speaker. But uh, Jim Jordan is full Team Carthy. And it's crazy. I mean, after all of this, after this sad show, I mean, this is going to be historic. People are not going to forget how awful... I mean, I would almost be embarrassed. I'd be like, all right, all right, I understand. You guys don't want me to be speaker. But they're going to do whatever they can to force McCarthy into the speakership, and that's the sad part. They're going to get what they want anyway, right? I mean, I'm not. I'm a betting man. I'm not a betting man, but I can almost predict that Kevin McCarthy is going to be speaker. He's been thinking about this. He's been preparing for this for a long time, probably his whole life, and then preparing to be vice president and then preparing to be the president, right? It's just something he wants to do. Career politicians, ladies and gentlemen, that is what they do. That's what they're there for. To cause destruction to your lives and uh, to rule them and to make money of them. But It's going to go on for a long time. Um, I would like to see other people in the house in Ohio stand up and call out this bull crap. I know our good friend Jared Majewski is doing an awesome job on social media speaking the truth. Excuse me. And we love to see Jr. Jr. was actually just in our live stream chat with me and GOP Josh. As we were covering the first speaker vote, which, my goodness, that was like a headache. It was almost like, wow, this is just going to go on all day. This is just, it's going to be continuous nonsense, not all day. And, uh, yeah, we're better off just waiting, right? And not even paying attention to what's going on. Cause I don't even know if Kevin McCarthy was in the chambers, um, Towards the end of the day, because I wasn't able to see him when I was watching. But all right, we're going to. Um, there's something else I needed. To, I missed yesterday, or excuse me, on Wednesday's show that I wanted to bring up. And uh, you know, prayers go out to uh, to you know the family of the Buffalo Bills player that collapsed on on a Monday Night Football. And we are, you know, we're praying for him. We're behind him. And, you know, we hope that he able to make a full recovery and even play the game of football again, if he so chooses. Um, we're, we're expect, we're, we expect, we want the best for him and, you know, his family and whatever. Um, I, I do pray that uh, he can obviously make a full recovery. And, you know, everything is fine. And then everybody else on the football field, you know, nothing like this ever happens again. And in the, in the fans and everybody else is have to witness it happen the trauma, everything. I mean, it's not cool. It's bad stuff. And uh, I hope that we're able to, you know, move past this and realize that, okay, football is not all this violent sport. And, you know, I, I, we understand it is a violent sport. It's not what I'm trying to call, but it's, it, people shouldn't be falling over dead, especially 24 years old with cardiac arrest. You know, I'm going to bring it up, ladies and gentlemen. We got to start calling out this vaccine. How many people is going to be? How many young people are going to have to fall over with cardiac arrest until people are like, okay, something is not right here. Something is not right. Guys, we have a country we need to save. and We have a society we need to save. We have a people we need to save. When they inject that thing into our body, it's killing us. We need a lot of help, ladies and gentlemen, and preaching and getting that word out there. All the doctors all the mainstream media, sports media, they're saying that T. Higgins hit him in the exact right spot, in the exact amount of force to where it made his heart stop beating. I mean, ladies and gentlemen, this is hard to wrap your head around again. 24 years old. I played football. I was not an NFL you know, caliber type hitter but I've been hit. I've hit people. You have a cha- you have a you have a uh, a pad right there on your shoulder pads that protects your chest, protects your heart. They're for a reason. I hate being skeptical and trying to oh well, tie this together, tie that together. Maybe it's that, but ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, this stuff happens. It's happening now. It's happening right before our eyes. We need to We need to put it to a stop. We need to call it out. If you have fam- friends and family that are deciding to get the vaccine, that think they still need to get the vaccine, that think they know nothing is wrong with it, please just tell them to wait and maybe research it a little bit more. Okay? Because this is just too much for me. It's too much for me. I don't want to be watching football and seeing this ever again. Ever again. And I'm not saying that someone couldn't be hit by a football player and have a heart attack. No, it can most most definitely happen. But 24 years old, come on. 24. Three years older than I am. It's almost my brother's age. It's a big deal for me. It's a real big deal. <laughs> He is getting better, by the way. He is getting a lot better. He—he he, uh, is hard to stop on the field. They had to do the, you know, CPR and, car, you know. Oh my gosh! Just, just. We can't be having this. We cannot be letting this the people do this to our youth. Enough is enough, ladies and gentlemen. Some people need to be rowing mad and get and get mad, but also too. I, I, again, I don't want to be. Gosh, I'm sorry. I'm A little choked up about the whole football accident, but I don't want to be skeptical and, and you know think about things that might not be happening and whatnot. But but this for sure, I do know happening and I, I do know is happening, and I just want to throw that out there. Um, we we got to... <laughs> We got to understand that the feds are involved. The feds are guarding this hospital. For why? Because it's such a high profile case, they don't want to be breaking in. I don't know. I, I, that's, I guess the feds are most definitely involved. And Derek Johnson, somebody I'm going to try to have on the show, we need to start talking about him more because I want people to get familiar with Derek. They're tracking the uh, governmental planes flying around the country and the world. A lot of money was being moved. Lots of lots of money. Weird. It's weird. A lot of weird things happening. Um, I would say just hold on to your seats for the next couple of days and have a stellar weekend this weekend. All righty, moving on. California becomes a transgender sanctuary state for the children. Imagine that. Imagine that. This is where you can bring your child into a state and cut its penis off, sew a penis onto it, and your kid's going to live a happy life. What a disgrace and how demonic, ladies and gentlemen. California is the wokest of the wokest state in the history of, of states. It's one of the saddest things to see, honestly. Because, honestly, it once a once, gosh, i got to stop saying that. It once was a wonderful state. Probably one of the best states in the Union. All the wildlife and everything that it has. It's just, I don't know. It's crazy that it is where it's at now. Being ran by a tyrant loser that I think loves himself more than he loves life. Some Pretty crazy stuff, but California becomes the first state to be so-called a transgender children seeking drugs and surgeries to alter their physical manifestations. excuse me, and secondary sex characteristics which are restricted in some states, as they should be. So, in September, Governor Gavin Newsom signed Bill SB-178 into law. It was sponsored by State Senator Scott Wiener, which is a crazy uh, state, or California state senator, which is, like, crazy liberal, weird, 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 weird San Francisco uh, Democrat, and uh, it's going to be... Become in law. it's already in law January 1st of 2023. So, this would prohibit enforcement of an order based on any state's law authorizing a child to be parent or guy, excuse me, authorizing a child to be removed from their parent or guardian based on the parent or guardian allowing the child to receive gender-affirming health care or gender-affirming mental health care. So, if I'm a child in California right now, and I say, I want to change my gender, I want my penis cut off, and you're going to do it for me, and my dad says, hell no, you're crazy, sit in a corner, I'm going to spank your belt, I'm going to spank your, your butt with a belt because you don't need to be saying crap like that. It's nonsense. And Law enforcement, enforcement are going to come take you and probably take your kid. What in the hell kind of world are we living in, ladies and gentlemen? This stuff is crazy. This is absolutely crazy. I I, I honestly... Like, this whole transgender thing, I know we had Robert on the show, and I know that I was pretty gentle and, you know, not trying to, like, be a total douchebag because, I mean, my goodness, like, you you could really be kind of douchey to a lot of people that... Is, I mean, he's a man and literally thinks that he's turning into a girl. It just... I mean, I'm not saying that you can't act girlyish, or you might, you know, you can't wear pink or you can't paint your toenails or whatever, but like seriously, going to the lengths of cutting off your your penis, okay, and so, and, and doing whatever, I mean, this is crazy, this is crazy, and it's crazy that we have to even talk about this, I hate talking about it because it just makes me so pissed off, like you don't know what gender you are, that is a mental disability. You have a mental problem and then, and then you're, Oh, I'm non-binary. What the hell is that? What the hell is non-binary? Oh my gosh. You don't have a gender. So you're just like in the middle. Like, do you have like half of one or like you have, It's just, Oh, it, it is crazy. I need to get off this subject because it's going to make me ruin the podcast. Uh, no, it's okay. I mean, it's, it's seriously, it's seriously something that needs brought up. You guys need to understand that California is becoming a sanctuary state for transgender kids. They're allowing you to do this stuff. You need to read the bill SB 107. Crazy stuff. Crazy, crazy stuff. And the senator that sponsored it is a freaking Looney Tune. Look into him, too. Scott Weiner. Looney, Looney Tune. Looney, Looney Tune. All right, so, Resident Biden will visit the southern border for the first time of his residency. In the White House. Crazy, crazy stuff. So, Biden will visit El Paso, Texas to assist border enforcement and operations and meet with local elected officials and community leaders during the trip, stressing their work in managing the historic numbers of migrants fleeing Latin America. Well, dang right they're fleeing Latin America. This is the same guy... That campaigned and told these people to come across because it was okay, it was safe. We welcome you, ladies and gentlemen. I am not anti-immigration. I think that um, America definitely needs new people. I think that there's so much more we could do here. We could grow our military, we could grow our country, we could grow our economy even more than it already is. I mean, it, there's so much, so much that could be done. Okay, so I'm not, I'm not opposed to anybody coming over in the United States, but when you have mass mass uh, migration of people coming into your country and they're not just coming into your country because oh it's I love America I want to pay taxes I want to and and trust me trust me ladies and gentlemen none of us here on the show want to pay taxes but they're not coming over saying they want to pay taxes they're not coming over say they want to wear the red white and blue they want to fly a flag on their porch not saying you have to when you live in America but you get what I mean They're not coming over here and being patriotic. They're not coming over here and loving America. They're coming over here and loving what America has to offer. And we have to understand that we have a lot to offer too, being American citizens, being born here. This is our country. We have to keep it for what it is, okay? And these people are going to try to come over here and take it over because they're not being told and they're not being taught what is really going on. They're being lied to, okay? And a lot of them are being told that America isn't a good place that America's founding fathers are broken. They're racist, they're pigs, and the Constitution needs to be destroyed and we need to start over and we need a new nation. Okay, That is what a lot of these migrants think anyway. So why would they go ahead and want to read into American uh, exceptionalism and, and, and read the good things about what, what America has done and all the historic people in our history? Okay, They don't want to read about that. They don't care about that because they're being told that those people are no good and we need to move forward and move on. Cause that's why when they come over here too, they treat us like crap. I think, I mean, I'm not saying that a lot of people don't treat a lot of people in America don't treat them like crap, but they're They're definitely not nice to us. It feels like they're pushy. They feel like, Oh, you owe me this. And, and the thing is we give them crazy, crazy amounts of stuff all the time, all the time, food, hotel rooms, plane rides, bus rides, wherever they need to go across the country. America's paying the bill. It needs to stop. Is this being a big, big burden on American taxpayers? Is this being a big, big burden on elected officials, law enforcement, uh, American citizens, you name it? We need to quit this burden. It's an unnecessary burden. It's a burden that can be fixed. It's a manufactured burden, first off. People need to understand that. And it is crazy that it took 718 days for this piece of crap resident, uh, Grandpa, to come down here and check uh, check out the border and see what's going on. I wonder what the El Paso... Uh, border Patrol agents are going to say he shouldn't just be going to El Paso. He should be going up and down the border, ladies and gentlemen, up and down the border. It should definitely be a two-day trip, three-day trip, because I don't think he's going to be back. Maybe around election time, maybe, but we'll see, but we'll see. But just so you guys know, the border is a wreck. The border is a disaster, there's nothing good going on there. Fentanyl is being run through like crazy. Uh, sex trafficking is is taking place like, like at numbers of, like we've never seen before, okay? It is all because of this freaking resident in the White House. Crazy, crappy policy change. We have Arizona, okay, a county in Arizona using crates to build their own border wall because Biden will not fund them for the... For the you know, the resources that they need to build the ball Trump wanted to build. Crazy stuff. I just hope that people come out and they realize that this is all manufactured. And not not just the immigration, but like, you know, the speaker vote, the election, the vaccine, COVID, all of it. It's all manufactured. It's being put right in front of our face. And we need to, calling out it's bs most definitely bs but look forward to President biden coming down to the border i want to say that date is going to be january 7th but let me go ahead and look here sorry i had that up january 8th sunday it'll be sunday so make sure you look at that we'll probably go ahead and look that over and we'll talk about it you know on the show here and uh see what's going on but you know moving on this is going to be a quick segment here because we're going to dive into you know, Mr. Blystone, all the crap that's going on with that, because, you know, a lot of it is crap and makes me very, very upset. And not at Joe, but just at our, our, our system, right? Our political system, okay? So, Matt Gates is speaking truth. And I know we covered a little bit about this with the whole BS stuff, you know, Matt Gates voting for Donald G. Trump, et cetera, okay? What we have to understand is that people like Jonas Schultz, people like J.R. Majewski, newly elected Congress members, that weren't just talking to get elected, would have actually done what they said, are like acting like Matt Gates. I, w- I just wish Jonah Schultz could be our congressman in the 13th district right now. Because he would not stand up and vote for Kevin McCarthy over and over and over again. Especially when the people are saying, no, no, no. We, I don't know when it will stop. But it's got to. And that's why people like Lauren Boebert and Matt Gates are making a stand, ladies and gentlemen. They are making a stand. He doesn't care how long, like I said, he doesn't care how long this, this vote takes. He will not vote for Kevin McCarthy. Those are the people we need in office. You cannot associate with any forms of evil ladies and gentlemen you cannot have McCarthy's evil corrupt snake power hungry career politician Kevin it's time for you to sit down it's time for you to go home we need new people in office go work locally Kevin maybe be a senator of California how about that You know, we could use one of those. (laughs) But thank you, Matt. Big shout out to Matt Gates. Thank you so much, Matt. Thank you so much, Laura. And to the other 18 members of Congress for sticking up and speaking truth. We really do appreciate that. And we thank you for holding your ground. And I can tell you, I would be doing the same if I were in your position. So thank you for doing what you're doing. It means so much. I don't know if you'll ever understand how much it means. All righty. So Joe Blystone update. Let's get into it. All right. So everybody has heard the rumors, have heard the bullcrap about Joe being investigated. Joe's under, uh, you know, you know all this stuff with uh, the campaign, uh, an election, and, and campaign finance. All right. So they had a hearing today in Columbus. I, I I meant to make it, but I I wasn't able, and I and it's it's, it's a shame I wasn't able to make it. I really wish I was. Um, Car trouble, <laughs> I had to say. Uh, maybe one day I'll tell the story about how my first car I bought and how I just totally lost it and got totally, uh, yeah, you know what. But um, that's for another day, and I really don't want to talk about it. <laughs> so, yeah, anyway, told you the truth of how I wasn't able to get there, and that's what it is. So um, it, it looks like um, it looks like they're going to throw the book at the guy. And this is, this is what Frank Rose is going to try to do, okay? Or what he's doing. He's going to try to make an example out of all grassroots candidates like Joe Blystone. Because if he's going to make an example out of them, then they're going to be scared to run. They're not going to want to pay a $180,000 fine, okay? But this is what's going on. So the Republican, uh, excuse me, the Republican Joe Blystone will have to part with $180,000 in campaign funds and will not run for office for five years as a part of a settlement of a state's elections complaint. Under a deal, Blystone reached Thursday with the Ohio Election Commission. Blystone admitted to improperly documenting thousands of dollars in cash contributions to his campaign, among other campaign finance violations. He agreed to pay $105,000 excuse me, $105,000 fine to the election commission within the next 30 days. Put 70, 75000 in escrow in Delaware County where a related civil lawsuit is playing out to pay any lawyer's fees or potential future other order damages associated with the case, like the fine, the escrow money will come from the Blystone's campaign funds. Terminate the state's campaign committee, friends of Joe Blystone, not run for elected office for the next five years. The agreement settles three complaints, including the one filed by former Blystone campaign worker, Sarah Chambers, And she is so, oh, she is a liar and a Jezebel. And we'll hopefully soon, hopefully soon the truth will come out about Mrs. Sarah Chambers. The soon will definitely come out. Or the truth will definitely come out and Republican Ohio Secretary of State, Frank LaRose. So when you're suing someone like Joe Blystone, and also Frank LaRose is suing him as well, and you think you're a good person, Sarah, no, cut the bull crap. We all know, Sarah. Okay, we all know. We absolutely do. Time to cut it. But Blystone nearly raised $100 million, or excuse me, $100 a million dollars million in the campaign last year. He obviously had an active social media following, and it's crazy that all of this is happening right now. Remember, Blightstone got twenty-two percent of the vote and won twenty-two counties. They're trying to—they're trying to shut conservatives up, ladies and gentlemen. They're trying to shut conservatives up. Five-year ban on running for office. What does that do, ladies and gentlemen? He's paid his fine. He's had the money, right? It was about documenting. Documenting! $25 or below. There were, t- there were, there were, there were talks in the campaign where you didn't have to, and they didn't do it, and when, they, when you won't do it, you got stuff that, I mean, it, it's, it's not easy. But what I don't understand, ladies and gentlemen, is why in the blue hell are we, are we, um, why in the blue hell are we paying a, or like, or Joe has to pay a hundred thousand dollars to the, uh, Ohio election commission. Like, okay, they're getting a hundred thousand dollars. So they're going to pay them, pay that with what, what, you know, it's just another, you know, it's another way to take money, right? The government is such a money making business. they, 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 Kill us, they rip us off every single day, and they're doing it here with somebody like Joe Blystone. And it's so sad, he had such a great following, and such a good voice, and such a great, great image of what Ohio could be. It's crazy that they're doing that to him. But I can tell you, I'm going to be behind Joe Blystone's side. I'll be, I have his back till the day I die. He is a good man, and I really do appreciate the friendship that we do have. Joe, I'm praying for you, brother. Hope we can get you on the show here soon to tell you, to, to, to tell the listeners about what the heck's going on. Because I don't like to see what they're doing to you. I don't like to see the the, the uh, name being drugged through the mud, and I also don't like to see it being able to not run for office for five years, especially in a critical time like now when we need people to step up. This is all a bunch of hogwash. Joe, you keep being you. And thank you so much for running for running for Ohio Governor. That that Ohio Governor run was the greatest grassroots campaign in Ohio history, and Joe, it woke some people up to corruption in the great state of Ohio. So thank you so much, Joe. Thank you for all your hard work and sacrifice. Job's not done yet, Joe. Job's not done. I can tell you, we had a lot more to do after that, and I can't wait to uh, have you by my side. Obviously, when my time comes for whatever I may do or want to do, and I'm telling you, one day it'll come, ladies and gentlemen. We just got to make sure it's the right day, you know, and hopefully the machines can be fixed by then because we all know that they're rigged. And that's why Joe probably would have won, but that's why they got to stop him from running for office, you know, because if he runs for office, then, you know, you know what happens. Excuse me. Sorry about that. But all righty. It's Friday I want to get you guys out of here I want to get you guys you know doing your thing on Friday but first I want to get you a little a little verse of the day from the wonderful holy Bible and I can tell you it's so important to get Jesus Christ into your life and read a read a verse or two or three or four a day so we can get to know him more but this comes from second Corinthians chapter 5. Verse 7, but we live by faith, not by what we see. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7. What a great verse. What a great verse. Live by faith, not by what you see, because what you see right now is a bunch of evil, a bunch of destruction, and a bunch of sadness and depression going on in our world right now, okay? There's not a lot of good things going on on our world, but you got to live by faith, okay? Have faith in God. Have faith and the good things that will happen, okay? Because the best is yet to come. You have to keep saying that to yourself. The best is absolutely yet to come. Whatever you're going through, your job, whatever, the best is yet to come. Keep fighting. Live another day. I'm telling you. you, I have never met anybody that says, oh, I'm going to go out and be successful and not been successful. You can do it. Go be it. Live it. Dream it. I love you all. Thank you so much for listening to the show. If you want to follow us on social media, Oh geez. Thank you so much for listening. I look forward to bringing you more news, content, interviews, and talk shows. Please check out our website, RedFutureRadio.com. We have this brand new Telegram channel, The Samuel Maguire Show. Please subscribe to it and sign out to other channels. We'd love to grow that channel. And also, my social media is at Samuel C. McGuire. We have Facebook, Twitter, True Social, Instagram, Getter, Telegram, Frank Social, and TikTok. My email is SamuelCMcGuire at gmail.com. God bless every single one of you. Have a great weekend. Love you all! This is The Samuel McGuire Show on Red Future Radio.